can we have a good old-fashioned heart-to-heart? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed therapist, online mental health coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. Are you ready? Let's do this. Today I'm recording to give you an update on my healing journey and pose a question for you. You know, I love to make you think, challenge the way that you've always been thinking, and see if we can be more effective with our thoughts. So my update, I am still in therapy, I'm going every other week, and it's great. My therapist is the bomb diggity. She challenges me. She pushes me. She's so valid, validating and the least judgmental person I've ever met in my life, She does small bouts of self-disclosure, which I absolutely love. She is human. She has clearly worked through some of her own shit, and I am about it. Uh, We are working on my sleep and my intrusive thoughts. We have done accelerated resolution therapy, which was wild. I'm talking in the course of a 50-minute session, we were able to take one of my intrusive thoughts that was extremely distressing from the week prior and rewire the way that my brain responded to that thought so that it was no longer distressing. When I tell you I sobbed in that session out of straight relief, it was insane. Like literally the most wild and effective, like immediately effective thing I've ever done on my healing journey. It was crazy. So if you missed it, it was accelerated resolution therapy. It is like a branch off of EMDR, which I have done in the past. And there was no prep work. We went right into it. It was phenomenal. So look into it if you are like needing immediate results. Um, That was incredible. Um, Anyway, so we're doing, you know, our typical stuff, but we've been addressing my sleep issues. She really wants me to get a sleep study done. Uh, I tried a new sleep supplement that seems to be helping and I'm trying to get a discount code for y'all because it is an investment, (laughs) but I want to, I'm trying to work with this company to get a code for y'all so I can start sharing it. So stay on the lookout for that. But um, what else? Oh, she referred me to a medication um, specialist. So I went to this doctor who specializes in perinatal mood disorders, which is what I've been diagnosed with. And I met with her and she was great. We did, um, I do all of these appointments on telehealth. So we met for about an hour and she had to do her own updated diagnostic assessment And she actually um, diagnosed me with PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. This is like a more intense and debilitating form of PMS. 
okay? I'm not going to say a ton about it today, but uh, that's what she diagnosed me with along with the perinatal mood disorder, the anxiety and depression. And um, I told her right away, you know, I'm like, I've never been on meds for my mental health. It's not my first option for healing. You know, it's not my preferred choice. I always want to do whatever is within my power, you know, naturally, holistically. If I can, I'm not anti-medications by any means. Um, she was like, you, the, the distressing intrusive thoughts are so debilitating to you. The PMDD is not going to just resolve itself. She really encouraged me to go on a medication, um, to help with that. And so I have started Prozac or fluoxetine and I'm taking that every single day now, um, pretty low dose and just because I've never been on meds before. So I'm a week into taking that and I haven't noticed anything yet. Um, which is normal. It's an SSRI. So it creates the opportunity for increased serotonin in your brain, essentially, which, hello, we could all use some more serotonin. So it just takes time to build up in your system. It's not a medication that you can really just take as needed. So I could be looking at like, you know, four to six weeks before I really am noticing anything. And I really just want to see how my first couple of cycles, my menstrual cycles go on it and see if it helps. So we're trying that. And then she also prescribed um, Ativan as needed, um, which I took one of those the other day and it was just extremely calming on my body. It slowed down my thinking so that my thoughts weren't racing and my body felt real calm. Like I was just like, took it before bed and I was just kind of like melting into the bed and just like really, you know, at peace. Um, so that was, that was nice. I don't think that's something that I would feel comfortable taking during the day. Like, especially if Lars was awake or, you know, and I was anxious, I, I still probably wouldn't find myself taking that just because I don't know. I don't want to be walking around feeling like a wet noodle, you know, trying to take care of my baby. So, <laughs> um, but that's helpful to kind of have on hand too, for, you know, those panicky feelings that you feel like you can't overcome. So this is all new for me. I don't feel like there's necessarily shame in taking medications and certainly not for other people, right? But this is one of those things where I'm like, I've never done this. Is this shameful? Like, are there other things I should be doing that, you know, so I don't have to go on meds? Like, you know, because I preach that. Like, you are riding a bicycle. That's your healing journey. You are on the bike. You have to balance it. You have to steer it. You have to pedal. And sometimes you need medications, which is like grease on the chains just to help you ride a little bit more smoothly. But you still have to balance. You still have to steer. You still have to pedal. Like you are doing all the work. And so, you know, I find myself wondering, like, am I doing all the things that I could be doing? And the answer is yes. <laughs> I've been on this healing journey long enough to know, you know, I move my body every single day. I go outside. I'm journaling. I'm meditating. I'm taking my supplements. You know, I am have great support system. Like all of these other things are in place, but there's something different postpartum where I just cannot get my bike going. 
the direction it needs to be going and I need a little bit of grease on the chain just to just to help it flow more smoothly. So I'm meeting with my doctor again this week to go over how things are going just because she's like, you've never been on meds. We need to do a follow-up and make sure things are fine. But no side effects, nothing negative is happening, but also I'm not noticing anything positive. I have been in a really calm state, um, but again, my sleep is improving because I started a new sleep supplement, so it's getting a bit better. And, you know, historically where I'm at in my cycle, this is not a very anxiety inducing (laughs) um, time of the month for me. So who knows if it's the meds starting to do something or um, I'm just living my best life. I don't know. But that's why I track everything in my bullet journal. So that's the update about my healing journey. And now I'd like to pose a question for you. When it comes to your emotions, specifically big emotions, anger, big sadness, grief, um, irritability, frustration, whatever, okay, big emotions, do you tend to regulate or react? This is a beautiful question to ask yourself when you're experiencing big emotions, Am I regulating or am I reacting? And here's the difference. A reaction is automatic. Okay. This is just done off the cuff to a situation, to some sort of stimulus. Okay. So something happened and you react immediately. It is that like gut, just automatic response. Regulating means taking a breath, taking a moment, and responding in a way that feels controlled, that feels aligned with your morals and values. So let me give you an example. If I'm irritated, let's say I'm anxious, let's say I've had a hard day, let's say I'm, you know, I've got some stress on my plate. I'm, you know, the house is a wreck and I'm just irritable. If I start cleaning up the kitchen and Derek doesn't automatically jump up to help me, let's say he's sitting on his phone, watching TV, scrolling, whatever. Okay. He's hanging out. I start cleaning up the kitchen. I look over at him, see him living his best life relaxing while I'm already irritated, upset, and now cleaning up the kitchen after supper, I might react by saying, you could fucking help me. You could get off your ass and do something. And like, we don't really talk to each other that way, but that would be a reaction, right? Cause that's what I want to say. So I, w- I could say that, or I could regulate. I could check in with myself. What am I feeling? I had a long day. I'm stressed. I'm feeling overwhelmed because the kitchen is a wreck and I I can't stand when it's like that. It feels cluttered and chaotic and messy and, you know, I'm frustrated. I'm irritable. I'm probably tired, right? So regulating would look like checking in with myself, seeing how I'm feeling, and then communicating effectively what I need. 
okay, or what I'm experiencing. So saying something like, hey, you know, I had a really hard day today. I would really appreciate your help. That's regulating versus reacting. Now, this can look a ton of different ways. Reacting isn't always confrontational. Sometimes reacting is shutting down, withdrawing, hiding, avoiding the situation altogether. So those are kind of like the two spectrums and then it's everything in between. Reacting is rarely effective, but regulating when you are in control of your emotions, when you are able to identify how you're feeling and then communicate your needs in an effective way, that is regulating. And that's what we're striving for. So as you go about your day, ask yourself this question. If you're a parent and your kids are triggering you, they're upsetting you, they are getting under your skin, ask yourself when you you know yell at them, when you get on them about something, when you know, you're like, oh my God, I asked you a million times to do the chores and blah, 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 you know, whatever. Are you reacting or are you regulating? Are you able to say like, oh, I'm feeling overstimulated. So I need to take a break for myself. I need to take some deep breaths. I need to calm my system before I respond to this situation. Or are you just reacting automatically? I think a lot of us have been around or grew up in situations where people were often reacting. There was not a ton of regulating happening. And we've seen what happens when people respond that way. The internet is a great example of people reacting rather than regulating. So go forth asking yourself this simple question and watch how not only your relationships improve, but your self-esteem will increase, your self-respect will increase, your mental health will improve because you are in control. You're able to take that moment and then communicate in a way that's beneficial to everyone involved. I hope you loved this episode. If it hit home, and you needed to hear this message today, please take a second, share it with a friend, post it to your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at the anxious therapist. And I can't wait to see you in the next episode.